This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. Hello, good evening and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Week. My name's Dan Fudge. Fresh face from work, hence I've got stress zits. I've got a little moustache there, didn't even shave for the pod. Tonight with me I've got Stevie, John and Blair. And we're going to be talking about all things nil-nil and... Uh, what should be a championship or even a, some would argue a Premier League fixture. Um, Steve, it weren't exactly a classic, were it? <sighs> you mother. <laughs> Why have you come to me first? <laughs> you can have it, mate. You can have it. Um, no, it weren't great, were it? Uh, just, I, I can't recall a great deal that happened, to be honest with you. I've not gone back and, and sort of, in my mind, sort of replayed everything that occurred. It was, it was just one of those games that I think both, teams and everybody involved would agree that it was just one of those things where whoever blinked first was going to be the team but nobody seemed to and we we, we could have still been there now and I think it had, it had just been one of those games where um, it petered out, it flattered to deceive for the reputation that the two teams that were involved have got and where we are in the league. Um, I think the bigger picture is that we, we've gone to a, a, a ground and played against a team away that um, historically, we've not done very well against, and we talked about this last week. You know, it's it's been an absolute age since we've last beaten them, and uh, you know our, our record against Derby away is absolutely horrific. Um, we said last week, I said last week, I'd have taken a point, and you know, in the grand scheme of things, it it, it was an underwhelming performance. It was an underwhelming game to watch, but yeah, I'll take a point, no problem. I mean, there was an element, John, of case of the X with uh, with with a game such as this, with with people like Mendes Lang and Wildsmith and uh, and people playing. I mean, like like Stevie says, would you have taken yourself a, a draw before the game? I mean, obviously, probably a bit more of an entertaining one. Don't get me wrong, but is that something you'd have, you'd have took snap your hand off? I think, given given his record, there, uh, I think you, you, you would have to say yeah. Um, and they look like a side that are slowly improving uh, with a manager that knows the league very well and has had success um, most recently with, with Rotherham and knows Wednesday from his time during being Rotherham's manager. I just thought Wednesday were going to go into that game with a mindset uh, not trying to lose the game rather than 
trying to win the game. I thought they played within themselves a little bit. Um, and it was a bit of a bit of a drab affair, wasn't it? Um, with the best real chance uh, being Delhi Bashir, who did all the hard work. I mean, he was fending those players off like neo-fending agents off in the Matrix, where they were flying all over and spins around. All they got to do is poke it past the Joe, Joe Wildsmith of all keepers, and uh, sadly wasn't able to do it. And uh, that, there wasn't much else to write along about, was there? In that game, it was a bit of a bit of a non-entity, weren't it? So, I mean, I do think in the end it was a case of, you know, some managers say, if you can't win the game, make sure you don't lose it. And I think we had very much that kind of mentality in that game, um, given us past history there. So, yeah, I think we could have been more adventurous and I think we could have probably won the game if we'd have, you know, maybe uh, been a bit more adventurous. But I'll take a point, given our history there, yeah. I... <laughs> Now, Blair, come on, let's let's have a kickoff about it. I mean, you know, you must be raging about it, right? Um, no. Um, I said I said in the group chat tonight, but you, you don't, you, we didn't win the league if even if we won that game on Saturday. Um, it was one of them. This is where this is where it bleeds into: Are you a customer or are you a football fan? Because a football managers, obviously, two football managers have said, "Do not lose that game today." So they've gone out there. Both teams have offered very little not to lose that game. Not really tried to win it. If they could have won it, brilliant. But they didn't want to. They didn't want to lose that game. And then, then the counter argument to that is: I've paid money to watch a game of football, and two teams aren't trying to win a football match. So you're sort of like, but if you say the word customer, people are going to be like, I'm not a fucking customer. I'm a football fan. <laughs> I mean, so. It's like entertainment or football. It's like using your head, losing your heart. It's one of them. Obviously, I wanted to win it because I want to see the image of us being top. Uh, I think in September it was the last time we lost was September against Plymouth. Is that it? Has it been that long since we've lost? Or did we lose like what? Or did we lose a crap game one nil somewhere? No, it was um, was Plymouth, weren't it? Yeah, we lost, we, we lost at Peterborough in August, and then we went to lost at home to Barnsley, and then we lost at Plymouth. yeah. So they, I think they were eight uh, points above us when they beat us that night. Eight games, eight games. It's yeah, been. it's now down to two points. I thought, I thought the um, the thing that worried, worried me the most this weekend was when I looked at the bench. To say we have the, do you know what I mean, arguably the best squad in the league. I looked at the bench on the Saturday. I thought, Christ, who are you bringing on? <laughs> like, because you brought Patterson and Wilkes on, and as soon as you brought Patterson, on, I thought, well, that's it. He's, he's accepting the point here. He really ain't trying to, he really ain't trying to win the game. Do you know what I mean? What, what do you think, Steve, about the about Wilkes? <laughs> No. Fourth of October. Fourth of October, we last lost. Fourth of October, we last lost. But what about yeah. Wilkes? <laughs> Foot Wilkes. <laughs> Is he not the Messiah that we thought he was? Do, do you know what? I, I, I don't get it. And I said it said before. Um, I'm one of those people that is a little bit more, at times can be a little bit more pragmatic. And we were falling over ourselves to get this guy over the line. And I said at the time, I don't get it. I don't know enough about it. And everyone was saying, he's going to be the signing. He's a right player. He's this, that, and the other. I don't know how much football people watch. And I don't know how many times people have seen Hull play or can remember him from playing for Hull. Donny, playing, when he played in League One, zero recollection whatsoever of him playing anywhere else. Well, this is the um, thing. No, no one, no one has seen him play football. But, but, but we all, everybody was here going. He's the man. He's the guy to get over the line. We've got to do this. We've got to get him. We've got to. 
But who are we going to play? We've, we've come off a season last last year where, let's be right, Gregory was being heralded as as the best striker we've had since Christ. I think he Gary might be off in January. I'll, I'll tell you, he's, he, you know, where, where we we revered Lee Gregory last year more than anybody since Gary Hooper, as far as I'm concerned. I can't remember it. You know, uh, knew who divided people, didn't he? he? Was he was a bit of a cult, but you know, I don't think we've had anybody that we, we we'd say was that good. And I know the, the, it's a different level. I'm not saying that Lee Gregory's as good as Gary Hooper. I'm not. But from from somebody who leads the line and is a bit of a talisman, he was outstanding last year for us. And then we've come in, we've taken Michael Smith, big shit house in centre forward. We'll have that. Um, they can we've move got the, Pardon? They can move, can't they? Yeah, but you know, where 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 was Wilkes ever going to fit in? I don't know. He's the only one we paid a fee for as well. <laughs> we actually paid money for him, which is weird, isn't it? You know what I mean? We had, we had all them signings, and the only one we actually paid money on. Shit is one. Yeah, they went for like three hundred k for him, and and then there was a bit of like um, knockback from their chairman or um, director of football, whatever it was, and it kind of went quiet again. And then eventually we we got him, didn't we? So I don't know if the what thing, we upped it by or whatever. But yeah. the thing about it is, you want you every 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 one of us here wants players to do we want our lads to do well we want the players to do well we nobody's going to sit here and go i don't want him to be successful but you bring him on we've been we've been doing it now for what the better part of two months and there's no progression there i'd say it i'm not a fan of mitens but at least you, you can see flashes in alex mighton where you go oh you can see a bit here or you know you can understand that he's 19 and with a bit of a game time behind him behind him we might be all right you know you can understand the process with him um, they, they they farmed him out to get some some game time, but with Malik Wilkes, I don't, I, I just don't see it. I don't get it. And the only success he seems to be having at the minute is in the Pizza Cup, and we're out of that. <laughs> see, I hate making excuses for footballers, but you will, there will be an, someone will say, you never, you didn't have a proper pre-season, an unsettled pre-season. What was he forgot to play football then? Did he? In, <laughs> in four weeks, <laughs> is, that, is that what you say? Fair enough. All right, so. Patterson came on, and we, we kind of signalled our intent on how we were gonna we were gonna see that game out and all the rest of it. Now, Patterson's been linked with going back to one of his old clubs in uh, in Hearts. <laughs> I mean, how many of you would drive him there now? Does he does he fit into our wow. our system? I mean, piggyback. Bye. <laughs> yeah. See you later. Lad. Is that you done, is it, lads? Is that you you're like I, I, I as daft it sounds, right? The guy did score goals in a championship when we were when we were rubbish. Who can forget the rip snorter against Bournemouth? Well, he scored goals <laughs> to get Cardiff promoted to the Premier League. And he actually started like most of the games in the Prem for, for Warnock. So when we did sign him way back when, I, did, I honestly thought, how have we managed to pull this one off? Well, as that's it sounds, right? You, you get you get a lot of these things, and and bear in mind, Callum Patterson is a Neil Warnock style player, right? It, oh, in terms of in terms of how they set up and in terms of how they play, Callum Patterson fits that fits that mold, and and I think that there's an element of Darren Moore likes to play a certain type of football, albeit it took him five six months to work out what it was with us, but he's got it. When it came to January, February, and now the start of this season, we kind of picked up where we've left off on the grand scheme of things. And in terms of 2022 as a calendar year, we've had some monster results. Oh, but yeah, it's not a fluke they, now. They've like, all been League One, and, and Callum Patterson hasn't year, really yeah. 
hasn't really fit into that system that he's done. I mean, come on, John. You know, he, he's got a job for us, hasn't he? To Jimmy John. He's a valuable <laughs> squad player, but it's it, weird that you don't. You, so have I gone, have I gone, yeah, you sound like a robot, again. John. You've, uh, you sound like you were just, just doing the dial-up mode celebration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, I don't, more. I don't know what it is. It, um, yeah, with um, Patterson, can you hear me all right now? Yeah, go for it, pal. Straight him. Skip along and I'll come. come. <laughs> we'll come back around yeah, again. Yeah, I just think it's... Um, yeah, go back around again. Patterson's just a squad player, isn't he? But the, the problem is now that when he's coming off the bench, uh, as a striker, you expect him to have an impact, like scoring a goal or making a goal. And it's just not really happening, is it, now? So let's not forget, he, you know, and I know it's been a while, but and I think it was when he was at Hearts previously, there was a right back. He was a converted defender to a striker. It seems like he's had success at that, but now it seems to be Wednesday anyway, and it, and it seems like he's a striker by name, but not really a striker by nature anymore. He's a, he's just a hustler, isn't he? He, he will Look harry, he will push, yeah. he will break down on people and stuff like that. But then again, now we've got we've got Smith, we've got Gregory, who both do that. You know, that's that's one of their talents to, to, to pressure. And then as that's it sounds, we just bought Atty New Who 2.0, and I'd even argue that it's a shitter version, like it's a like it's a, a Poundland version of Atty New You. You know what I mean? I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd argue that with anybody, but um, but look, it looks like he's probably done his money with Sheffield Wednesday if he's if he's starting to look around and stuff like that. And I don't I don't begrudge him anyway. I'm not you know it's not like I'm going to boo him if he comes back to the club unless yeah. he signs for Derby County. Then I probably might. might you know what I mean? <laughs> Is he, he's out. Of, he's out of contract this year, isn't he? Am yes. I right that he's out of contract. So, yeah. fair play to him. Look, he's he's not started a game. I, I saw a stat yesterday or the day before. He's not started a game since uh, August. You know, in the league, he's he, he's not playing. Um, and I understand why he's not playing. He doesn't seem to have any sort of fixed abode within that starting eleven, does he? So you've got to take a a minute and sort of put it to one side. If he if he had another eighteen months, two years on on his contract. And we don't go up this year. I've said this before. I think we, if we don't go up this year, we are in trouble because Bannon may very well stay because I think that's him. But we're we're going to lose the likes of you know Delhi Bashir who's going to move on, Windass will move on. Those talismanic players that we've got at the minute are going to go. You know, so then you're starting to look down the the pecking order a little bit. And if if he was still here, you, you'd say Pato next year is somebody you're going to put in there because we've got to rebuild the squad. And that's what we did in the Championship. We signed him with a view to having him consolidating us in the Championship. Um, it's not working out because he's not producing the goods. But I don't put any blame on him. He's, he's, I like him as a character. I like him around the team. I think he does. He, he, he runs his nuts off when he's there. We've talked about Wilkes already tonight. You compare Wilkes and Pato. I'm going to pick Patterson every day of the week because at least he's putting a shift in and he looks it's like he's interested. It, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So for me... Um, if he goes, he goes. I, I, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it, but if he stays, <laughs> as I said, it will be what it will be. You can't sleep. That's a sleep. Are you, are you all right, mate? You're pissed <laughs> up for what, son? <laughs> um, here's one for you. Dele Pashiru, when he starts games, doesn't seem as effective as when he comes off the bench. Do you know what? I call what are this, your thoughts? I call this the J- Jack Grealish effect, right? 
I think that the way England uses Jack Grealish is wonderful. I feel like for tournament football, where it's a shitty nil-nil, everybody's playing for penalties to try and grind one out like they have done since the African 2010 Cup, where they've realised that they can actually win tournaments without actually having to win football games. Um, I think the way we use Jack Grealish is amazing. And we kind of we kind of have that in Delhi Bashiru, where we can keep it tight, keep it in the middle of the park and make those challenges. And for the last half an hour, last 20 minutes, to bring on FDB and absolutely batter through players when he's full of beans and full of energy, I think that's going to be his... That I think that is his best Arsenal uh, in the armory the, of what he can do for Sheffield Wednesday in the formation and the football we play. Somebody else could take him and play him every week and get the best out of him. But in the way that we set up, is he going to be more than a fringe player? What do you reckon, Steve? Well, we've talked about it before, haven't we? Um, and I'm, I'm a fan. I like the guy. Um, I think he, he he's the player that offers something a little bit different. Um, That's fantastic. Does he does he get into our first choice eleven? Probably not. You know, and I, I don't want to sound like I'm backtracking. I don't think he does, but I do think he's he's something a little bit different from a a, a Backinson who's a little bit well. He's not dissimilar from a, a Volks who's one down from a, a Byers who you know. We've got that that plethora of midfield that do bits, but if you want somebody who's going to pick the ball up and then go and charge with the ball and you know battering ram players, other players off for, for for 20, 30 yards, and what he does better than anybody else is he holds the ball up and he's very difficult to shake off the ball. For his style of play is different to anything that we we've got in the middle of the park. For that reason, I think he's number 12 if we had a, a, an 11 and he's not in it he's definitely number 12 for me um but right. is he going to be satisfied with that probably not well, um, let's say let's say you're in charge of the contracts then what you know would you would you give him one based on appearances because i think we discussed this before didn't we i for, for me um i think we tie him down and i think it's i, I think there's again we, we there's a lot of fickle fans out there and there's a lot of vitriol that, that, that gets spouted and it, it melts my head we talk about this a lot um i get i get grief for being you know a bit of a happy clapper and, and i understand that um i'll get behind the team all day long um for me if we can tie him down i think he's an asset i've said it before this season i think he is a saleable asset going forwards um if if him and patterson were not were on the same contract we get more money money for Della Bashiru, not just based on age, but because what he can offer. Um, so, yeah, uh, even if we can't get him in and, and get him playing 20, 30 games, if we can secure him as a saleable asset going forwards, then it, it's a no-brainer. So let's I, I, kill him. Let's keep him to sell him. I, well, yeah, listen, I'm mate, okay. we've talked about it before. If we can keep him and he, 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 he makes a valuable contribution to, to getting us out of the league and either we sell him on at the end of this season or we sell him on at the end of next season when we're 10th in, in the championship and we move him on for three, four million out of a decent resale um, clause in his contract, then yeah, let's do it. Absolutely, let's do it. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, look, yeah, I'll tell I you think, what. Um, so I need to tell I'm you about more. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit. Go on, John. You froze again. Have you froze again? I think we've got a bit of a delay with you, John. But yeah, go for it anyway, pal. Let me. No, I was, just, I was just saying, um, for me, uh, if I'm Darren Moore, I'm, uh, I'm wanting to 
get Dali Bashiru and, and then just play. He should be taking over games for me. I see moments in games where Dali Bashiru could take over that game. You can, you can see he's got all the attributes. If you if you use right and get his confidence up and he plays enough games and you give him a certain role in the team, I you know I think he's got similar qualities. He could be like a like a Yaya Toure type player for Sheffield Wednesday in League One. He's got pace, he's got power, he can shoot, he's strong. He's yeah, you know, I think he's got some wonderful attributes, but I'm not always sure that not always certain that they're um, we've unlocked them yet. And I don't know if that's just because of how we play, or is it on confidence, or he needs a bit of a boost, but. I, w- I would certainly sign sign it, game sign to a contract. I think he's got a lot more to offer. I just think we just need to coax it out of him, whether it's through coaching or getting his belief up or whatever it is. But I, I see a little player in there. I, I don't think he needs coaching. I don't. Yeah, I don't think, think confidence coaching. is his issue, John. I think. <laughs> I, 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 I think what he needs is he, he needs an understanding of right. This is where I am. And this is what I'm doing. And I, I, I would argue, having said everything, I'd wonder whether or not the contract situation is playing on his mind because he's probably getting. In his ear, he's probably got people going, right, if you're not playing next to Bannon or you're not playing in this position or you're not doing this, then it's time to move on. And I know that people are... And yeah, obviously I've, got major Derby sniffing. I've got this this person sniffing, even higher than Derby. You, you, you could talk about a mid-table championship team at worst for, for me. Um, yeah, Stoke right, I can get you a deal. It's, it's almost the, Yeah, it's a, it's a Urugidi effect, isn't it? Come and have a look here and let's see what you can get. Um, if that's if that's disturbing him and it's turning his head, then you can understand if there's a little bit of form here and there. But I, I'll, I'll go back to the point that I'd seen a few bits last week where he's turned and he's got that one shot, the one chance that we had, the the, the one clear cut chance that we had against Derby was that eight yarder where he's just toe poked it and it's gone straight at the goalkeeper, and then all of a sudden Twitter blows up and goes, oh, "He's fucking shit," and he's not done this, and he's you know he blah what? blah blah. What a waste what? of money. Twitter is amazing and it's boring Twitter, now. Me- Twitter meltdowns are getting boring now. I can remember against Mansfield, someone joked about because we, were, we weren't winning. They went, oh, we've got the best squad, squad in the league, like sarcastically. People think we've got the best squad in the league. And then he made three substitutions and we won the game. Like, yeah, well, the fucking yeah. best squad in the league just won the match, you stupid twat. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we actually we actually do 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 have that. I'm pretty sure there's plenty of uh, plenty of managers in League One that are sat there thinking, "I wish I had the squad depth that they've got." Okay, so moving on. Well, that was a shite game, and we managed to get 20 minutes out of that. I'm proud of you, lads. Well done. Um, the yeah, pat on the back. We um, I, I when I upload this every week, I must admit I'm not really good at keeping up with it. But when I upload this to YouTube every week, I see the uh, I see some of the comments. And uh, Simon's not on tonight, but there was there was one where Simon did really poorly, and somebody said something like, "Old fella ain't got a clue," which really made me laugh. <laughs> and then and then now we have a comment on every week. I mean, some and the quizzes I've found are the most engaging thing that this show's produced in probably about the last six years. So we we can't leave our audience waiting too long because now we're just getting comments that literally say. <laughs> Where's the quiz? What yeah, happened to yeah. the quiz? I mean, we did a we did a really good episode with with, uh, with Chris McClaw with yourself and Vic Steve, and um, and somebody no looked up there only come for the quizzes, <laughs> <laughs> which, which I thought, okay, well, right, let's uh, let's let's just let's, get it out of the way. Let's get, let's get Vic on. Let's get get in touch with Vic and get him back on, and we'll do a quiz with him. It'll, yeah, it'll yeah. be up for it. I'm yeah, yeah, you. we'll do a Sheffield Wednesday quiz with Chris McClaw. Let's do it. All right. So Blair, you're in the chair this week. Yeah, it's an England theme quiz. Oh. 
um, which can be segues into the um, into the, the topic of when they are. You, you said it was going to be a good quiz. Yeah, it will be. Um, so last time we played France was in a competitive game was ten years yeah. ago. I can yeah. do this. I know what's coming. Go. No, you don't. Roy Hodgson was the manager of England. He he gave debuts to thirty six players. Oh. Roy Hodgson did. Name of. That was a hell of a bloody segue, that. What's that going to do with bloody France? Just to get Roy Hudson into the bloody question. <laughs> well played. I mean, oh, I, was going to have, I was going to have the starting lineup. That was too easy. I knew Steve. Was, I, was, I could tell you that Jolly and Lescott scored. Yeah, yeah. In the 30th Sammy minute, well played, up. Well <laughs> played up front. Uh, it was shocking, weren't it, really? When you look I, back I, I, I know exactly where I was for that game as well. I drove over to France to watch the I game. Can't, I, I, can't, I, didn't, I, I can't remember that game happened. Oh, I uh, went on with a girl to a Formula One hotel. Kept saying Chris Waddle at her. Any road. <laughs> 36 players. Are you making notes of this player? Have you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've got, I've got them on a nice spreadsheet. So, I'll... what were, what were, give me a yeah, starting so, date. Give me a starting so, Roy, Roy the boy, when did he take over Roy the boy? Around that time, wasn't it? He was, he was in charge for 2012 oh. and 2014. He left after 2014, the silly Alface sod, after the Uruguay nonsense. <laughs> was, 2012, uh, we got knocked out by the Italians. Iceland did him, wasn't it? That was 2016. Actually, so, yeah, he was still there at 2016, wasn't he? Yeah, Sorry, so he, yes. he took over on the 14th of May 2012 and left on the 20th, 27th of June 2016 <laughs> after the formation shite game. I, I honestly... This is going to be this is going to be as short as John's quiz of the week. We're not going out, are we? Because otherwise, we'll, we'll right. Who's going first? Who's going first, player? Which way are you doing it? Yeah. So I've got Fudge, Steve, John. All right. Um, if you, if you want to try and pull like drag it out a bit longer, there's a few players still in the squad today. What what you give a debut to? So. Okay. Okay. Right. Twenty twelve. Yeah, 2012. I'm going to go with Danny Welbeck. Danny Welbeck. <laughs> Fucking fudge you gone already, mate. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> that, I was going... <laughs> Shit, I was... Go again. Go again. No, I, good, honestly... It's not since, good content. Since, since, the good con- the, since the turn of the millennium, I'm not going to shit about England outside of a tournament. No. I must admit. No, it was because Steve mentioned it, and I thought, oh, that's a good one. That I'll take that. No, go on, Steve. Go on. You can do it. You've you've got the knowledge. I uh, Kyle Walker. Oh, fuck oh that's hell. a shit one, that Steve. No. <laughs> right, John. You've got, John, you've got you've got one life what? here. You've got an extra name, life, and then name, we'll start again. Name an England footballer who's playing currently in the squad. Kyle Walker's like 34, Steve. Well, he, he got had a th- debut 12 years ago. Uh, 10 years yeah. ago, sorry. Um, he's still currently in the squad. Um, Kyle Walker's not 34. Is he, isn't he? He'd have already been in the squad by the time... Kyle Walker's took a great... Gre- fucking Welbeck. Jesus. <laughs> 32. Oh, yeah, that's well different. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going for current squad. I can't. I can't think of it. I'm going to go for Joe Hart. 
No. How's it gear around? Right. So, okay, that's our that's our lives out of the way. Let's go around <laughs> go, again. Go Let's around, play go around now. again. That was just a practice. Let's... It's not that fucking hard, lads. It's not that. <laughs> it is hard. Oh, 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 oh! Fuck it. One scored the other day. <laughs> one scored. I've got one. Right, go fudge. It's your go. Oh, open line caller. Six years ago. So I'm looking for a player who's probably about 27. <laughs> youngest. Yeah? Playing in the... Yeah. It, it can't be Harry Kane. No, it can't Harry be. Harry Kane, yes. Is, is Harry Kane one of them? Harry Kane's one of them. Right. Stephen. Stephen. <laughs> one of them played for us on loan. No, no. <laughs> uh, John Stones. John Stones is correct. Well done. Yeah, come on. Go on, John. Hit take it. We all take it. We all want three points versus Exeter <laughs> having England win on Saturday. Then, is that what we're saying? We'll go. We'll go to that once we shit out on this quiz. Jordan Henderson. Jordan Henderson. Jordan Henderson. I think he was already. Yeah, he he already had. He he already had one. Already had ah. a Unfortunately, but good shout that one actually. Well, we're all just as shit as each other, so we've had two correct answers out of six goes. Right, here we go. (laughs) Fudge and Steve. Right, here we go. Hang on. Was he in charge when Ricky Lambert got his cap? Ricky Lambert got his cap. Well done. Come on. There was a lot of people getting random caps around that time. Do you remember when we had that German kit, the first night one? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's loads. There's loads there's of random. There's another one-hit wonder in there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. He's about. Thir- he, was, he was in his thirties when he got his debut. What's his help. bloody name? <laughs> Not Chris Powell. <laughs> nah, I played for Preston or some shit. Uh, used to play for Preston at, at one point. What was that? My mate Kev. That's <laughs> no, not him. Uh, um, is it my go? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going for Raheem Sterling. Raheem Rajiv. Sterling is on, on the list. Well done. Right, Rajiv. If anybody's tried to type Raheem into WhatsApp, it comes up with Rajiv, so he gets called Rajiv on the on, the, on our group chats. Um, shit, now... now oh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> what you mean? Broke, broke know, yeah. looking fellow. Can't remember his bloody name. Yeah. I know what you mean. Sturridge, Daniel Sturridge. That's not what I'm on about, but Daniel Sturridge. No, no. He's only been... Fuck's sake. Go on, Steve. The, the person you chills. think, but I don't think it is. I think it would be for him. I think you're talking about David Nugent. I am talking about David Nugent. Yeah. I he's he was before. That was before. That was before. Well, I'd have been wrong right. anyway. So, I thought he was talking differently. <laughs> you trying oh. not to give it away there, John? I think people will be absolutely screaming. People are going absolutely bloody mental watching this now. People are going to be going mental going, where's the Wednesday content? Yeah, you can tell we all just shit out after Andy Inchcliffe and went tits to this. We're not watching Uh, England anymore apart from uh, it. uh, Welcome. Anderson. Who was a goalkeeper before Pickford? Pickford. Joe Hart, you've already said. I've not said Joe Hart. I think John said Joe Hart. I said it. There must have been a goalkeeper that were in and around between Joe Hart and Jordan Pickford. Uh, There's three. Oh, oh. oh. Um, I've just unlocked about the, 17 players there. Tom, Tom Heaton. Tom Heaton's on the list. Tom Stevie's Heaton. Won. Nick Fantastic. Pop. He's in there, isn't he? No, I'll tell you, I'll go for it now. Yeah, go on, because you're just pissing people off now, aren't we? Deli Alley. Kevin Davis. Deli Alley. 
Deli Alley. Ross Barkley, Ryan Bertrand, Jack Butland, Callum Chambers, Tom Cleverley, Nathaniel Klein, Fabian Delph, Eric Dyer, John Flanagan, Fraser Foster, Danny Ings. John Flanagan? I thought he was I thought he was under Capello. John Flanagan is just retired. I'm sure John yeah. Flanagan or maybe Martin Kelly, one of them got beat the beat the wife in, allegedly. Um Carl Jenkinson, allegedly. Martin Kelly, Adam Alana. That might need a disclaimer fudge, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say allegedly. Ryan Mason, Oxlade Chamberlain, Leon Osmond was the one I was referring to. He was like in his thirties when he played for Everton. Jesus Christ! So hang on, after halfway through that list, there, Blair, no wonder we didn't bloody win anything. I know, and people still call our team crap now. You look at the players we've got now compared yeah. to these. Callum Chambers. <laughs> yeah, there's Jay Rodriguez, Danny Rose, John Ruddy, yeah. Luke Shaw, Ryan Shawcross, John Joe Shelby, Andros Townsend, Jamie Vardy, Wilfred Zaha, Stephen Colker, Rashford, and Danny Drinkwater. I should have got bloody Rashford. <laughs> I told wow. you Rashford. But what an absolute litany of shite you just listed there. There's only only about twelve percent of those players are any good. That was yeah. that was that was frighteningly terrible. But it was a good quiz. I'll, I'll give you that one, mate. I'll give you that. So, what was your question earlier on in the group chat, Blair? What did you ask? Oh, I just well, like I said, I, I'd take three points up at Exeter, and England gets stuffed five nil now. Three points over Exeter. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. You see, because this, this, this is this is where it's interesting. Because, like I said to you, I don't really give a shit about England anymore. I must admit, evidently, like, I was like, <laughs> I, I'm out. It's just a constant revolving door of absolute bloody nonsense. And and Gareth Southgate bores me to death. But I, th- I think the way he plays football is good for what we've got, and the way he set himself up as a social media person and and a media personality is actually very commendable, and the way he's managed to turn himself around in the public since Euro 96. However, there's no way I would say I'd rather get beat by the French than take three points off Exeter, knowing <laughs> the the season to still play, and then there's only three games left in a tournament. Come on, Steve, back me up. Yeah, I'd agree with you. Um, on On the <clears throat> on the surface, you go straight away, you go Wednesday, yeah, and we take three points. I take three points over the, the fallout and the, the, the grief we get on and see on Twitter. Over, you know, do you know what I mean? I'll tell you what, though, if, if it was a choice between winning the World Cup and Sheffield Wednesday, winning the Premier League, or even winning the Championship, that'd be a longer conversation. I'd take, well, listen, hey, I'd take, I'd take, I'd take Wednesday going, getting out of this league in the playoffs on penalties against looking at the league, Wickham, for example, <laughs> over, over England winning World Cup. That, that, the, that, that, that sort of shit. And I think the question that, that uh, Blair has posed is... It, yeah, because two games on of, Saturday. It's evolved because we've all grown up loving football and wanting to watch a team, our country, our nation, you know, the 30 years of hurt that has become 40, 50. Christ, we're on 60 years of hurt near enough now, aren't we? Um, We all want to be part of that sort of generation that sees England win the Cup, win Mm -hmm. the World Cup or even the Euros to a lesser extent. However, you know, the, the game has changed now so significantly. When we were kids... A little tangent because we've got a bit of time. When we were kids, we'd sit around and we'd go, right, FA Cup final day. It's the last game of the season. We're going to watch Grandstand. We're going to get there. 
Des Lynham's in. We've got whatever reporter that's um, going into the, the 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 hotels in the morning. We're going to be round. We're going to be on the buses. We're going to be there. We're going to be on Wembley Way. Blah 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 blah. Nobody gives a fuck about the FA Cup anymore. No, and the reason we don't is because it's in the it's on a Saturday afternoon, um, two weeks before either the Champions League or the end of the Premiership, whatever it may be. Because you know Sky TV, you know all these people that plowing money into the game have bastardised it to the point where it don't matter. When you can look at the, the the fallout, the bigger picture is the World Cup's being held in Qatar for whatever reason in November, which is another podcast in itself. It's it, it's it's not pointless, but it, it just doesn't mean anything like it meant before. Hang on, Steve. Hang on. I'm going to take umbrage. <laughs> Go for it. Let's... I'll yeah. call out you, man. Here, here is a big ball of bad things. Right, <clears throat> here is. We're going to put a pin in it. Here is... <laughs> Terrible um, human rights records, you know, people being up for their sexual preferences and being arrested for it. Uh, the bungs, the money, the sponsorship, the fact it's in the middle of the season, the fact that it just an absolute load of waste. If I could just put a pin in that just for five seconds, because yeah, they're not my knitting to talk about. It's been a good fucking tournament so far. Yeah, it's been fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is this is a good tournament, and I kind of feel guilty liking it. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, when, yeah, when there was no God, football yesterday, that. I was like, what? There's no football. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, look, there's there's a lot happening here. There's a lot going on. There's a lot I need to unpick and I need to educate myself on. Don't get me wrong, but in terms of and, football um, in its purest form. That Saudi Arabia beating Argentina. You're absolutely right. And the the, the standard and the quality of the stuff that we've seen, and I think what's made it good is the fact that, you know, nobody expected Morocco to knock Spain out. Nobody's expected these teams to to, to lose and so forth. But I just, I can't get away from the fact that the game that we love and we do this for has changed to the extent that, you know, as we sit here recording now in the background, I'm watching a TV advert with Raheem Sterling with no clothes on, advertising a razor. You know, <laughs> why? What does? What are we even doing? John, it, John, it's not about it. John, Stevie's been watching too much of that FIFA documentary on Netflix. What are you going to say? Yeah, I, I think I, you'll make some value there. And um, technically, this is a World Cup that should suit. England, shouldn't it really? Because of the um, being in, in, in sort of the middle of the season in the past, they've always said that England have suffered at World Cups because we play more games than, than other European mm-hmm. nations. Uh, we, you know, our league's typically longer and it drags on. We don't have a winter break, etc. And so, in many ways, it, it should it should suit England it being in the middle of the season. Um, and we've had some, some shocks, and we've also had a lot of injuries as well. France have had a lot of injuries, even though they're still favourites to. To, to beat us and stuff, but um, oh, and by the way, Spain are boring. They deserve to go out because <laughs> I don't care about that ticky tacker. It's boring. It's boring. I don't want to see seventy-eight passes that go like one yard. You know what I mean? It's just like you know they deserve to get knocked out. Um, but yeah, I think um, when as much as the politics behind it are, you can't get help that once it starts, you get drawn in as an England fan. You get drawn in, especially if the if they're doing well and scoring a lot of goals, and we'll all be if, if we beat France on Saturday, it's coming home. I'm we'll knocking buses over. I'm jumping fight. in sea. That's what's happening. We'll be, it'll be mental. You're gonna fill oh, pints in the air. Absolutely mental. There'll be more beer spilled than uh, stag. I've, I've, uh, if, I, hate, I hate. I hate the force. Force celebration. Sky, right? I. Uh, I. I'm not showing it in my. Yeah, no, but it will. No. <laughs> 
Not showing it. Not showing it. We've got too many Christmas pumpkins. We've got Gandalf coming in. When we scored against Iran in the first game, which is more or less like scoring the like the FA Cup third round, means mm-hmm. nothing. You're not going to win it. And the, the way people were celebrating, like, we've won the thing. It's like, oh, it's just so pathetic. It's just so forced, isn't it? Like, oh, England scored against Iran. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it was like, off, off you pop, lads. Next up. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yes, we won 6-2. I mean, no, we conceded two. If I'm honest, that penalty pissed yeah. me off. Right, listen. Before we start talking about it, let's get back to Sheffield Wednesday. Who's coming up next? What have we got next? Uh, Exeter. Gently. Steve, what are you saying? Um, well, do you know what? They were on the TV the other week, weren't they, against Plymouth? And I know it were a derby game. But they were bloody good. They were good, weren't they? They were really good. And um, I, I, I've seen a couple of bits where people are thinking it's going to be a procession on Saturday and, and we're expected to win. I don't think it's going to be comfortable at all. They, they play good football. Um, and I think if we're not at it, and it's one of those where it's one of those pokey little grounds in the arse end of, of England where we're going to be travelling if we, you know, for, for whatever time. I think it takes forever to get to, there. Ash has said that he's going to have to leave at 7 a.m. To, to get there, Auntie. Um, can you imagine doing that? Uh, Getting cold no. off halfway down. Well, the, yeah. weird, the weirdest thing is, it used to take me four hours to get there from Southampton as well. Like, you know what I mean? It, <laughs> It's, it's it's so far away from everything. The same with bloody it's middle of nowhere. So you know you've got you've you've got the journey to sort of factor in. But um, I don't think it's going to be the walkover that everybody expects it to be. They're comfortably sat middle table. If I if I remember rightly, I've not looked to the the, the league all, tonight before we've come on. But I think they're they've won as many as they've lost, and they draw a fair few as well. Um, so I don't know what to expect. Uh, if they turn up like they did against Plymouth, it's it's not going to be a walkover. Absolutely not. I'm still going to go 3-0, though. Of course you are. I agree with everything you've said, but I still want to win 3 <laughs> What about Windass is back, apparently, so that's a huge... Well, they are, then. 3-0, then, Steve. What are you saying? Windass and Gregory have trained this week, haven't they? Yeah. Uh, today. So, go so. on. Hit me up with your numbers. What are you saying? Me? Sorry. Yeah, fucking hell. That was uh, like a four-minute answer. You, dude, you fucking froze. Two one win. Two one, Blair. Um, yeah, three nil because it's it's League One's coming home, not the World Cup. (laughs) (laughs) League One's coming home. There's the answer. That's what we'll call it tonight, lads. League One coming home. All right, John. What about you? Um. I think it'll be a tight game um, for the fact, many of the factors that we mentioned before. Tight ground. It, that's if it goes ahead. The, the weather's forecast is still pretty bad, isn't it? So I don't know. I hope it goes ahead because it's rearranged. It'll be a stupid Tuesday. Listen, if it's cold off, night. come on, England. Listen, um, if it's cold off and Ash is set off at 7 o'clock in the morning, it gets cold uh, off at 12 o'clock. I, I will shit myself laughing. <laughs> um, yeah, but what happens yeah, when he comes and knocks on your door? Yeah, he will come down my house, ain't he? He'll be down. I'm in South Down. 1-0 Wednesday. 1-0 Wednesday from John there. All right, then. So, listen, we're going to do a shorter one this week because, one, it was a 0-0 draw and the shit all to talk about. And, two, we've got this new thing that I've got to play with and there's new new things happening and that's why we've had a bit of a sound issue and stuff like that. Does anybody have any other business before I wrap this up, folks? No. 
No, that's it. It's been a slow week. We've all been on the uh, World Cup hype this week. Thanks a lot for joining us and thanks for finding time to listen to us. Um, we've got a new format right now, so we're just feeling this out. So, like I say, apologies about any kind of uh, audio issues and video issues you might have encountered this evening. But in the meantime, it is coming home and up the Wednesday. See you later. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh! Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.